0: The primary mission of the Notre Dame Federal Credit Union is to serve their members. As the nation's largest Catholic-oriented credit union, they have a special concern for the poor, the underserved, minorities, and all Catholics. Thank you to the Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for sponsoring the Building Through Him podcast. This is Mary Jo with a little love note from the Building Through Him podcast breaking slave mentality we all have the desire to be seen known and loved and god has that as well but so often in prayer it becomes like a complaining session with this list of intentions and god does desire to hear everything on our hearts so that part's okay But he also desires us to recognize the miracles that he's brought forth in our lives. It's our communication back to him. Thank you, Lord, for seeing me, knowing me, and loving me. I see that you did this. I recognize that and I praise you for it. But it's actually pretty easy to forget to thank him, to forget to praise him. This is from Exodus 17. In those days, in their thirst for water, the people grumbled against Moses, saying, Why did you ever make us leave Egypt? Was it just to have us die here of thirst with our children and our livestock? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? A little more, and they will stone me. So let's remember that for hundreds of years, they spent that time in captivity under the Egyptians, And they were whipped, and they were caused to work so many hours. They were miserable, absolutely miserable. And the Lord freed them. The Lord freed them. Not only freed them, but the Egyptians gave over all their valuables to the Israelites before they even left. So they left with all the valuables, and the livestock, and their freedom. And then when they get to the water, what's the Lord do? He parts the sea and they actually go through the sea, and then all the soldiers that were chasing them, they see them drown. So the Lord did all those miracles, yet when things got a little bit hard on the other side, they start complaining. They start complaining. So in foster care training, my husband and I did foster care for six years, and two of our children are adopted out of foster care. Such a great blessing. So if you ever are praying about that, I strongly encourage it. But one of the things they tell us in training was that it doesn't matter how wonderful your family is, that the foster children will desire to go back to their biological home. And I was thinking to myself, oh, no, that won't happen. Like, we pray together, we eat together, we have fun together. Like, they will love being here. And I knew, depending on which foster kids we had, I knew the situation that they had come from. It was so much better being safe, right, and having food to eat and having a clean bed to sleep in, but it didn't matter. They wanted to go back to their biological families. They wanted to go back. And I think that is just really telling for how we are as human beings. When the Father performs miracles, takes us out of terrible conditions, or answers a beautiful prayer request, how do we forget that? And I wonder if it's because we have a slave mentality. You know, those Israelites, they're slaves for hundreds of years. They whined, begged, pleaded for God to set them free, whine, whine, whine. And he did, right? They were no longer victims, they were free. But they didn't really accept being an heir to a king, they stayed in that victim slave mentality. And so I just want to ask you do you accept that you are an heir to a king? Because when we only see the thorns and we forget to see the beauty of the rose, we miss the Father's love that's being outpoured. We miss it. And I'm guilty of this myself. I was talking to someone on the phone about something not going fast enough with kingdom builders. Like, I wanted something to move faster. I was getting very impatient and um this was taking too long and this obstacle and this barrier and I got off the phone and my son Aiden said, Hey, mom. I was like, yes, I was in that irritated mood. Remember like a year ago when you were just hoping for like 40 women to show up? And that was our first Kingdom Builders gathering. And 350 women showed up. And now we've spread to eight locations and we have multiple other sites that are, are praying about launching. I was like, "Oh my goodness, he's right," and he kind of just looked at me and he said, "Did you forget how much God has done?" And I was like, "You're right. I did. I forgot." So I like had to tell Lord, "I'm sorry, Lord. I am so sorry. I was want to repent for not recognizing your miracle and blessing." My own kid, my he was 14 at the time. My 14 year old kid could see it, and I couldn't see it as a grown woman. So like, thank you for allowing him to have the wisdom I did not have. So like. To pause before you complain, before you get frustrated, before you get irritable, like pause and remember what's the blessing here. And so I have three ideas for you to kind of claim that royal authority and freedom. You know, keep that at the top of your mind. Praise Him. So I don't care how tiny it is, how insignificant it may seem, say out loud Thank you, Jesus, for the beautiful sunrise. So beautiful. Thank you Jesus for that. And the one thing about praising Jesus out loud is demons hate it. Hate it. So just know when you speak it out loud, they flee. They do. They flee. And who does not want demons fleeing from them? Yeah, I want always want that. Like, yes, thank you Jesus. And it puts you in a constant state of expecting the Lord's miracles. And so I I refer to that as being miracle expectant. You're constantly expecting miracles. So when they come, you just praise them for them, like all the time you're expecting them. And no matter how tiny it is, your son wiped down the kitchen counter. Normally, he does a really bad job. And today he did a great job. (gasps) Thank you, Jesus, for allowing my son to wipe down that counter really well today. You're not going to complain about every other day. It's not wiped down at all. But like seeing all the little tiny things and then praising Jesus for them. So another idea. In Cognizant, we are very... We're very supportive of people praying about where the Lord wants them to go, writing down goals, and then following through, right? We know that abundance follows obedience. And so under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we want people to write down their goals and then to follow through with those. When you're in the process of doing that, you know, at the end of the week, when you're looking through your planner and seeing, okay, like what worked this week and what didn't? Where did I see God's presence this week? To kind of like jot down, you don't have to put the whole story, but just jot, you know, jot down, saw that beautiful flower on the side of the road where no flowers should be growing, you know, like something little, so that you can look back through your week and see God's like call him like uh, like little kisses, like his little kisses, um, the way a lover would want to surprise you, you know, like, oh, let me surprise you with this way, let me surprise you with this way, so that you can constantly remember that, that you can reflect upon it through the week praise him for it, and then plan your next week, and then just kind of be continually open to that movement. It allows us to see the beauty and the miracles in the random that actually are preparing us for even something more. So when you look back and start looking at different little miracles that happen at different points in time, and then three months after that, you start to see where those ones turned into another one that turned into another one. They all link together And it just keeps you like constantly in awe of the glory of God. So strongly suggest maybe you want to do the praising him every moment. Maybe you want to write it down, strongly suggest writing it down. But here's another one. So we do these mosaic small groups in Kingdom Builders. And if you're like, what's a mosaic small group? You can go to buildingthroughhim.com and click on build with us. And You'll see mosaic small group. And so there's more information on there. But one of the things that we do in a mosaic small group is when we meet regularly, we have to talk about our God moments, you know? And so when there's an accountability factor, then that makes us like, ooh, we have to have something to say when we get there. Right. And so that's really healthy for kind of recognizing those God moments and then coming together as women in a small group and to hear all the God moments of all these people's lives. It's like you start to see how amazing and big our God is by all these different guide moments working in all these people's lives. So that's another option. So three options. And then just remember that the Lord delights in surprising you. You know, He just delights in that. We talked about before, like like a lover, like I'm going to lay roses here and I'm going to do this and this. And it's like the Lord wants to do that for you. So I just want to tell you about one of the miracles that happened to me I know it sounds silly, but you know I have a lot of kids. And so one of the things that I wanted for a long time was a second dishwasher. And my husband was like, well, we're only going to buy it if we can get a really good deal. And I agreed. I don't want to spend extra money. So I kept stopping at Lowe's periodically to look at the prices of the dishwasher. They had a certain sale. I'd stop in and look at them. And I went in there one time and I actually prayed prayed right before I went in, like, Lord, if it's not on sale, like, give me the self-control not to buy it, and I just pray that it is on sale. I walked in. I also was picking up paint, got some paint, walked back to the dishwasher section, and I had the exact item number with the color and all these things, and I gave it to Lady, and I said, just looking to see, I know you guys have a sale going on, how much off this dishwasher is. And so she looked it up in her system, and she's like, that's 10% off. And I said, okay, thanks anyways. 10% is not, I'm not going to buy it for just that percentage off. And then she said, wait a minute, you know what's really weird? We don't keep dishwashers in stock, but I think we have one of these in stock. And I was like, okay. And I follow her over and there's this, you know, big cardboard box and she looks at the item number and everything and it's my dishwasher, the one I want. But I'm like, I'm not buying it for 10% off. I feel like I was going to, like, have to disappoint this lady. And and she's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we have this dishwasher. Do you really, like, did you understand? Like, we don't have these in stock. I don't understand how this is here. And I was like, try, like how am I going to let her down easy? And I was like, well, I said, just because it's here doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. Like, what's, is it just 10% off still? And she was like, no, it's 50% off. It's in stock. And Something, something. It has this one sticker on it. So it's 50% off. And I was like, Is anything wrong with it? And she's like, She looked at it. She's like, Nope, it's perfect. And I was like, Praise you, Jesus. Thank you. And she was like, I just don't understand how that happened. I said, Oh, I was praying. And she looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, The Lord just answers prayers that are just so crazy sometimes. And she was like, Oh, okay. She's totally worded out, Maybe i I'm okay with that. And so I'm just, I'm in awe. And I'm standing as she's like, You know, entering stuff on the system or whatever. And I'm just praising Jesus. And who do I see? My son Landon and his cousin Eli walking through the dishwasher aisle. They're both like 16 or 17 at the time. And I said, Landon? And he said, Mom? And I said, What are you doing? He said, What are you doing? I said, I'm buying a dishwasher. Why are you in the dishwasher aisle? He goes, uh, sometimes we just like to go to Lowe's and look around. So he's all—he's like the handyman. So they love doing projects. I'm like, in the dishwasher aisle? He goes, I don't know. We just were walking through. And I said, well, I just bought a dishwasher. It was 50% off. Tell him the story. And he was like, that's cool. And the lady says, when do you want to pick it up? And I didn't bring my big vehicle, so I couldn't pick it up. And I was like, well, we can come get it tomorrow. And I said, Landon, what did you drive? He said, my van. And I said, really? And he goes, and I just cleaned it out. And put down the seats. And I said, So you can fit the dishwasher in there? And he said, Oh, yeah, no problem. And Eli's here, so Eli and I can lift it together. And so the chances of the dishwasher being on sale for 50% off, in stock, and on sale, and then for the Lord to then send my son and my cousin to not only lift it in, but to drive it home, you can't make that stuff up. That's divine providence. I was like, Lord, you are so glorious. And you think, oh, that's reserved for Mary Jo. No, it's not. It's for every child. Are you an heir or a slave? You're an heir. He wants to do the same thing for you. He just delights in surprising you. And if any of you are listening to this and you're thinking, I really struggle with prayer and thanksgiving, like praising him, I struggle with that. It doesn't come natural to you. Like, let's say you have that ingrained slave mentality, and that's okay. Like, love yourself there. That's okay. I'm going to give you an idea. Sometimes that slave victim mentality can be a lack of forgiveness. We know that a lack of forgiveness is the biggest window that Satan gets into our heart. And we're not going to give him any window to get into our heart. So you just ask yourself, Jesus, is there anyone I need to forgive? And just see if he lays anyone on your heart. So let's just do that. Jesus, is there anyone I need to forgive? And if you laid someone on your heart, you're going to be specific and you're going to speak it out loud because demons cannot read minds and you're going to do it when you're alone. Okay. You're not going to do it with anyone else in the room. In the name of Jesus, I forgive Sally or whoever it is for calling me fat or whatever they did. The more specific that you can be with your forgiveness, the more freedom you, you obtain. So. Sometimes you have to forgive the same person for many things. Okay. In the name of Jesus, I forgive Sally for calling me ugly. In the name of Jesus, I, you know, you go through every single thing so that the enemy has no power over you because the Lord desired you to be free and he wants you out of those chains, right? And let's say that maybe if there's someone who really hurts you or someone that you are constantly thinking about that maybe you're trying to impress or, You're worried about their negativity, or like you have someone in your mind that's constantly kind of stealing your peace and joy. And it doesn't mean that they're a bad person, it can just be someone that you have an unholy soul tie to. And so I'm going to walk you through how to do this. This has offered me incredible freedom. And I pray with many people, it's offered them the same thing. So you're just going to say, In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I break, I break an unholy soul tie an unholy soul tie with Sally, okay? We're not done. I take back, I take back what she took from me, what she took from me, and I give back, and I give back what I took from her, what I took from her. And then that's done. The unholy soul tie is gone. So that whole weight that's been weighting you down, that's just gone. And the thing is, is that we're in this process of Embracing the fact that we're an heir, not a slave. Sometimes it's a journey, you know, sometimes it's baby steps to get there. And so remember that you're not going to be worried about it. You remember that God's right there beside you, supporting you along the way, and that the Father desires your freedom. He desires you to claim your authority as a son or daughter of a king. This is from St. Francis de Sales. God takes pleasure to see you take your little steps. And like a good father who holds his child by the hand, he will accommodate his steps to yours and will be content to go no faster than you. Why do you worry? So we're not going to worry. We're not. We're just going to trust the Lord and let him lead us because we remember that we are free. We are seen We are known, and we are loved. This is from Pope Benedict XVI. We are not some casual and meaningless product of evolution. Each of us is the result of a thought of God. Each of us is willed, loved, and necessary. Brothers and sisters, take your place as an heir. And praise his glorious name. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.